Are we? Do we still want to do internet improv? <laughs> yes, okay. I guess we do. So I specifically requested that we do internet improv because it was very fun the last time. Yeah. Uh, and we may or may not have already recorded this intro once. And, and it, it was like was, kind of off. turned out pretty bad. I'm going to go first. Mine was like, okay. but it turns Yours out, was good. Mine was bad. I- improv is like a coin flip for us. So we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to do like five of these and we'll just give you a little we'll best just, of. We'll just, yeah, we'll get the best things and that assuming happen. I can, assuming I can edit it good enough, you will have no idea. Okay, so I did get an MRA reviewer. Fuck yeah. what I got. That is what I got. Okay. So that's right. fun. I've shown you enough that's of that that you should do okay. Yeah. And this special topic in my MRE video is. Do we need to explain internet improv or is it pretty like self explanatory? I feel like people are going to get the gist. I've got some jars. They have uh, suggestions in them. Um, neither Jonathan nor I have any improv training. Most useful app on my phone is what I'm going to talk about. Oh, as an MRE review. Okay, as so an MRE you, reviewer. you are an MRE reviewer, but you're de- you're taking a little detour from your usual formula and format to re- to review the most useful app on your phone. What does an MRE reviewer use on their phone? Let's find out. Three, two, one. Pop. Hey, so thanks for joining me today, guys. We're going to be taking a look at uh, the American MRE circa 1938. <coughs> This one's going to have a biscuit in it, and it's also got a can of soup that looks like it might still be okay. <laughs> so the f- the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and we're going to open up this can of soup. I think it's maybe going to be all right. It looks like it's a little bit, a little bit dented right here on the, a little bit dented right here on the side, but I think it's going to be just fine. So we're going to empty that out into a tray. Nice. And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to get, we're going to get this biscuit out. This biscuit, oh, no signs of decay on this one. Oh man, you can even, you can still smell the yeast a little bit. Speaking of yeast, I do want to tell you one thing I got on my phone. It's a really good app. You know, I've been making sourdough too. And I got this timer app on my phone. It's just a bunch of circles. You can put a little widget out, you know, and... The little widget, there's three different circles, and you can set them at all different times. So you know all about your rises, you know? Your proof, proof times, you know? I'm pushing the buzzer. Okay. I mean, I love my timer app. Genuinely, it's the best app on my phone. My timer app is everything. You circled it around. I like I like that you're an MRE. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Okay. I got the Oxcast. <laughs> okay. So my my internet Oopsie personality doodle, doodle, doodle is doodle daisy. My internet personality is I got the Yogscast. Yogscast in 2020. No idea. No idea. Who knows? Um, uh, what book has had the biggest effect on the modern world? I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do the Yogscast answering the question. What okay. book has the, has had the biggest effect so, on the modern okay, world? Okay, you know what? Okay, listen. Get into your here's your headspace. Okay. Okay. It's 
it's 20... 10? 11. Yeah, 2011. It's, tw- it's yeah. 2011. Mm-hmm. You're an internet personality. The people who watch you range from 8 to 37 years old. Okay. You are doing a video. Okay. I'm an edgy Minecraft YouTuber. And you are just in the middle of this hour and a half long video also going to mention the greatest book, the book that had the greatest effect on the modern okay. world. Um, okay. So I'm going to channel... I'm going to channel edgy Minecraft humor circa 2011. And I am Simon Honeydew whatever from the Yogscast. Indeed. Oh, man. I have to do a British, too. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I just got so sleepy. This is, <laughs> this is really hard. Okay. Oh, I just love playing Minecraft all day long. Oh, I just fucking love it, Lewis. I just fucking... Also, I just really, really love Jesus Christ and think the Bible is super important. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. What the fuck? (laughs) You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the Internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. We've never once in this podcast history promised you a curated introduction. I'm Jess. And on this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wiliest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsourced review platforms and we bring them here to surprise you, surprise each other and bring a little levity to the end of the world. Dig hole, dig diggy hole, dig diggy hole is the other thing they did. You are going first this week. Is that what you're talking about? Um, Diggy dig dig. Yeah, hole? I'm talking about I'm talking about that good dwarf humor from 2010, uh, where they just dang those dwarfs just dig, dig too deep. They just dig they dig, just dig, dig, dig they hole. just dig too deep. They do every goddamn time. Um, fuck, like a Swiss watch, they dig too deep. Fuck me, reviving some old humor. I am going first. What do you have for us later in the show? What reviews are you bringing? Um, this is a review show. What reviews are you bringing? So, because the energy of this episode wasn't weird enough, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Fuck yeah. I mean, that sounds like it'll at least wake me up a little bit a mentally. Little bit. I have been playing a medieval village builder that's in early access and has been for like three years all day. Oh my gosh. My, my brain is pudding. I love that. Um, <laughs> it's not even going that well. But we're getting started. With a topic that I don't know how to explain because it fits into a recurring segment, yet is not part of that recurring segment. Why does it not fit into that recurring segment? We're just going to have to find out. It's going to remain a mystery. So here's the thing. I got on Amazon Mm -hmm. and was like, I want to bring back that fun, festive, random, weird energy from that time I brought reviews for a squeeze bottle. (laughs) <laughs> and I just really wanted to. And I don't remember how I wound up looking at reviews for chewing gum, but I did. So we have reviews. I, I failed in my task, basically. I failed it, it, as as simple as my charge was. I failed. Um, so we do have reviews for Juicy Fruit. I am so excited to be here with you now in this moment. This is not reading the Amazon Pantry. We have reviews for Brand Juicy Fruit Gum, Juicy Fruit Original Bubble Chewing Gum, 5-Stick, 40-Packs. This is a uh, pack of 40 5-count things of gum. Slightly bulk. It is 714. Okay. 
And um, I will say there were a number of recurring trends in the reviews for the for this juicy fruit that were very funny. The title says bubble chewing gum, and a lot of people thought, "Hey, maybe this will be bubble gum flavored," and it's not. And they were pissed. I do not have those reviews. Didn't bring them. Two stars. Geneva Fry. Maybe that's not a real name. I don't know. <laughs> I bought this not as gum to chew, but because a neighbor told me that she got rid of her moles by putting juicy fruit gum down the holes. I haven't tried that yet, but I did try the gum, and it is not the same stuff I chewed as a child. This lasts longer, but it tastes different. The price seems good compared to other gums, but this isn't juicy or fruity. Yuck. Five what star- is juicy fruit supposed to taste? Like, it's just kind of Hawaiian punch flavored, if I remember correctly. It's just kind of a, an amalgamation. <laughs> it's vaguely pineapple and like tropical. I don't yeah. remember. Five stars. This one's by Douglas. Mole Killer Elite. Oh my gosh. Really? Really? You had a bunch of trends and you went with my, these made the moles in my garden go away? Yes, it kills moles and voles beautifully. They cannot resist the smell. One they eat, they cannot digest, and dies in place. I fight them all year on a large scale, and this kills them, sure, as you're reading this. Wait, like, who is the first person? <laughs> I la- Is it Juicy Fruit? One, question, yeah. okay. Yeah, question number one. Let, let's get it all out. Question number one. Is it Juicy Fruit in particular? Question 1A. Uh-huh. Does that mean moles are horny for pineapple? I think so. Question two. Uh-huh. Question two. Uh-huh. Who was the first person that stuck a piece, a stick of juicy fruit down a mole hole? These are all valid questions. I have no answers for you. It is an internet thing. I think perhaps at some point, Better Homes and Gardens or whatever did an article that was like, you can kill moles with chewing gum. And people were like, holy shit, I have a bunch of juicy fruit. I thought I would like it. I hated it. Nobody it eats out- juicy fruit. It's terrible. Turns out nobody likes juicy fruit. Nobody it's wants their gross. mouth to taste that way. Nobody chews juicy fruit just before like boning down. Like that's not a thing. It's gross. Gross. And nobody likes it. You smell like juicy fruit. No, <laughs> that I mean, that's a yeah, that's a mood killer. So it has one. So yeah, it has one use. You, you use it to kill moles and voles. Yikes. You stick it down the hole, they chew it, they can't eat anymore, and they die. It's a pretty bad way to That's kill moles. It's terrible, terrible thing to do to a small little to a, rodent to an animal. It's pretty, like, cruel. Um, wah, wah. But here we are. Five stars. J. Not intended use, but works. Eliminates mice in the chicken yard. Put a stick in each hole. Also for moles, etc. Is this going to be every time? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I can't be reached for comment. Okay. Go ahead. Move on. Do you have any other thoughts on? Y- no. You know what? I think I said my piece. Okay. I think so. Mice are horny for pineapple too. I get it. Five stars by Stu. Okay. Flavor. Great. At plugging up moles. I. <laughs> <laughs> what a trend. What a trend to stumble onto Juicy Fruit and Find. How is this as a way to open the podcast? Is this working? Um, I'm you know, I hope it I hope it I yeah, I hope it works for someone. Okay. I hope it I hope it's juicy fruit in somebody's hole. But uh <laughs> you know? I just don't know. I just don't know about rodent death as a way. Like what is this? Is this the fucking mice of Nim? Like what's going on here? <laughs> the rats of Nim, is that it? I have no I idea what you're talking if about. It's the mice or the rats. I have to admit. A Holocaust I did, movie about mice? I did not buy these to eat. Don't get me wrong. 
I'll eat one a month or so. Man. Once a month. Oh, just, like- just once a month. Oh, every, every single 15th of the month, yeah. I get my one little juicy fruit break at 1 p.m. Yeah. Every 15th of the month. Every 15th of the month, I blow it the fuck out. With all the stuff I used to enjoy every day that was bad for me, I blow it out. I switch from the mint and I get juicy fruit. One, what'd you say? 115? 115, juicy fruit time. Two o'clock, I drink a Coke. Ooh. I let myself drink a Coke once a month. Three o'clock, cigarette. Oh. Take my five, go outside, little smoke break. Little smoke break. Once a little month. Smoke break. You know, this okay, is the this okay, is the day I okay. let it the fuck out. Six let o'clock. It the fuck out. Six o'clock. I go switch home. out the heroin for cocaine. I switch out the heroin and I watch porn for the rest of the night. For the rest of the night. Five hours straight. One time a month. Can't go wrong. You can find my new book in stores everywhere. <laughs> Guaranteed to change your life. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> the cat is so cute. The cat just grabbed his little head and fell asleep in his arms. Anyway, Stu uses these to kill moles. Five what? stars by Haber. Who Gardening knows? tool. Great for killing gophers. Gophers now? Gophers. Oh my gosh! Nothing, I, know, I know. There's gonna be sacred. so many. There's gonna be people who hear this and they're like, "There were nuisance in the garden." I know, but they've got cute little noses and cute little cheeks, and little teeth, and little eyes. This one will make you happier. Okay. okay? This is a four-star review by Microtoot. Groundhog loves this, but has no effect. Well, I loaded up the hole with ten packs of gum, unwrapped. Gone in a few hours. Groundhog, very happy. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? What's that groundhog's name? We'll we'll put that that. I mean, gopher. We'll make that gopher president. Yeah, because like, that, guts good. of steel. Guts of steel. That's it. Finally, is that it? Is that it no, on no, juicy fruit? It. Okay, I was like, that's the final word on juicy fruit. Cool. So to recap, looked up juicy fruit. Thought people might have fun things to say about Juicy Fruit. Turns out you can kill gophers with Juicy Fruit. Except for one. Except for that one gopher. There is one gopher that you can't kill with Juicy Fruit. So One, one gopher that will someday be the Highlander. But yeah. for now. But for now. Is just a gopher. That being said. That can be <laughs> We get it. <laughs> For some reason, people are using these dang juicy fruits to kill gophers. Seems like kind of a fucked up thing to do, but I guess that's just doesn't, me. It doesn't seem very juicy of them. It to, doesn't seem very juicy or fruity to block up uh, a, a to, gopher's pipes yeah, with gum. With, with gum. But to, to, to literally gum up the pipes. Who am I to judge? I'm just a vegetarian. We do also, and this is where, so I was like, how the fuck, <laughs> here, here's where I'm at. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to follow up these juicy fruit reviews where they kill small rodents with it? I looked at other reviews for gum. I looked at organic gum. I was like really spinning those tires trying yeah. to figure yeah, out yeah, where yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. to go. Yeah. It can't be a rating the Amazon. I can't do that and then just do reviews for like crackers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bleh, bleh, bleh. It can't be straight from dead gophers to fucking Toll House. You so know? we've got reviews for, and we might do some more reviews for this product later. We're kind of winging it at this point. We got reviews for Hasbro Whack-A-Mole Game. 
Oh, 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 okay, okay, I see the connection, you son of a bitch. Whack-a-mole, pop the mole back into his hole. Now, this is not yeah. a this is not a whack-a-mole where the moles come up and down like in the arcade. They just light up and make a noise and you bop them. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's by Hasbro. No price on this thing because they don't produce it anymore. Oh. You you can buy one new for like $150. Wowza. Um, but we do have a fun set of little reviews. For this ha- for this Hasbro Whack a Mole game, which is made for like five year olds, yeah, 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 this is this is a, a game for like five year olds. Five stars by Sparkle, adult drinking or work stress slash creativity game. Uh oh. So that's a fun span. Uh oh. It's good that for a little bit um, of everything. Yeah, except that's for a- kids. We have this game at work. Now, I will admit that we are a creative bunch. We have this game at work. Now, I will admit that we are a creative bunch. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like... Th- I will admit that we are a... Cre- no, you, that's not something you admit. I don't like it. Admit we, is I, the wrong yeah, verb. Yeah. I, I would say that we're a creative bunch. I would argue that we're... Not admit... Well, you don't admit I, creativity. I was watching something earlier and somebody said I consider myself an artisan and it really <laughs> upset me. And I feel like this is a similar <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Just piling mashed potatoes into a big mountain. I, I consider I myself consider an artisan. I consider myself an artisan. Um, it's my favorite part of... Uh, Close Encounters yeah, of the close Third Kind. Where they, where Richard Dreyfus is like, I consider myself an artisan. And the aliens are like, mm, no, <laughs> don't think you are an artisan. I will admit that we are a cre- This means something. This is artisanal. I, <laughs> I, will, I will admit that we are a creative bunch, but we have a ball with it. We have a running high scoreboard and the challenge continues. It makes for a lot of laughs and fun for team building. I am ordering another one. What is your job that people are doing whack-a-mole all day? There was a... Ch- okay. Wait, no, 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 no. This is at work? Yeah. What do these people do for work? At my last job, they had a ping pong table and shit. People played it. I don't know how or when because I was... I literally worked during my fucking lunch break because I was con- we were constantly behind and the job was fucking bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand. So, so... It, that made it extra fun. Trust me, when you're in a job where they have ping pong tables and chess boards and shit, and some and like the coders get to come downstairs and play ping pong while you work during your lunch break without telling anybody because it's literally the only way to get everything done, that's a fun job. That's a good one. Yeah. I wonder why I left that one and then fucked myself over really hard. One star. Okay, we'll just cut a little piece of this out. Of this. <laughs> we'll just cut pieces out. Not one star. Uh, five stars. Those. That's different. This is very different. This is by Kimberly gag gift purchased for my boss who used this as an analogy about a person so had to follow up with getting the real thing wait (laughs) a real mole no this is this is a review for whack-a-mole yeah so they got it for their boss yeah and their boss used it as a their boss had previously in some way used whack-a-mole as an analogy for a person which is it which is can never ever be a positive or good thing no that that's only ever like literally the only road that that goes down is a toxic one yeah but yeah. Kimberly loves it. Kimberly bought the whole game. Was uh, like, okay. Remember, remember when you said Brad was like whack a mole? <laughs> Here's whack a mole. Remember when you said Brad wouldn't fucking stay 
with the, with his nose in the books and kept like fucking popping up to ask questions. You kept having to whack him down. Remember when you shat all over Brad when he wasn't around? Yeah. Remember when you said Sarah was too flighty and just like whackable to talk to? And then she realized that she wasn't diagnosed with ADHD at a young age because she's a woman and now she's struggling with that diagnosis at 33. Do you remember when you referred to her as whackable? Anyway, here's whackable. Here's whackable. My high score is 33. <laughs> Hope it reminds you of all those funny times we had. All those good times. We're gonna do. We'll do a couple more. We're gonna do two more for this Hasbro one, and then we'll we'll do some more stuff later. Kind of winging it. Kind of okay. winging it. Seat of our fucking pants. This is a one star review from KL two thousand and four. Encourages violence and cruelty. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's it, right there in the name. I never heard of this pathetic excuse for a game until my mother-in-law tried to give it to my four-year-old. I don't know what she was thinking. It's going right back to the store. This toy encourages violence, cruelty, and the idea that animals don't feel pain, and that it's okay and even funny to hit them on the head with a mallet. Or feed them juicy fruit. Or feed them juicy fruit. Cool. Okay. <laughs> go go to the store. Get one that just has orange balls that come up. And then suddenly it is good for both <laughs> gross motor skills and dexterity. Orange balls. You know, instead of gophers, like have, oh. just have like a colored shape that lights up. Uh, nobody wants to whack a, whack a sphere. Whack a ball. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what they want. I'm just saying like if, you know, <laughs> yeah, hitting moles is bad. But like this particular game is good for hand-eye coordination, dexterity, gross motor development, fine motor development. Can you imagine little Jimmy, five, year old, five years old, playing with whack-a-ball? Whack-a-ball, and he, yep. And he's just like, bop. Bop, is this all there is to life? Bop, oh my god, is this it? Bop, everything is so boring. And then finally one of the glued on balls pops off and there's a mole. The world opens up anew (laughs) for little Jimmy. Suddenly life is full of potential. And little Jimmy's thinking about all the ways that he can control his garden in the future. I got one more. Okay, okay, okay. I got one more. This one's from Susie. This one's basically in response. Okay. Highly entertaining, allowing for pent-up aggression to be released in an appropriate manner. Ooh. This game is highly entertaining for children to release pent-up aggression that they cannot otherwise do. For example, hitting a brother or a sister or torturing the family pet. Fair. While some of... While some oversensitive former hippies, or the offspring of them, might find this game unacceptable, our child loves it. Thus, whack away. It is a toy, people. Get a grip. (laughs) There's many ways in which that is fair, and there are many ways in which you have a child that terrorizes your pet. Here's my question, and here's... here's Susie poses a lot of challenging theories. Mm -hmm. I do want to dial in on one. When you become a parent, do you stop being a hippie? Because Susie says former hippie. No, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. I think that, yeah, I think there's plenty of parents that would consider themselves still hippies. Cool. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that mine are. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> your parents are pretty much real life hippies. So I don't. 
Yeah, I really don't so, know. So when you hit 30 and you have your first kid, you got to turn in your hippie card. Yeah, you got to send it you back gotta, to the hippie store. You've got to delete all those memories of seeing Jethro Tull high as fuck. <laughs> you go. You have to put your all your tie-dye shirts back in a bag and send them, send them, send them off to Big Hippie to be redistributed. <laughs> um, big, big what, hippie, what are we going to tell your mom? Big Hippie gets all those Grateful Dead shirts. <laughs> all those Pink Floyd shirts. <laughs> and they just re-gift them to the next hippie. <laughs> they just put them back in hippie starter kits. Um, hey, you know what, little Richie or whatever that kid's name was? Uh-huh. There is more to life than L- this. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Uh-huh. There is more to life than this. Good. There might be aliens. There might be aliens. Let's get into it. Let's get away from this gopher bullshit and this get gopher into some, bullshit. some aliens. Let's talk about some actual bullshit. So, okay. are you familiar with the Martha lights? The Marfa lights? I'm, Sorry? I am more familiar with the Martha lights. Are you familiar? I'm, I'm more familiar with the, the light that Martha Stewart brings into this brings universe. into this world. Every time she Instagrams a video of her pounding chicken. Um, wishing uh. she was pounding some bodies. Um, <laughs> listen. It's a real thing. Have you ever heard of the Marfa lights? Uh, yeah, I mean, vaguely. Vaguely. Marfa is a city in Texas. Uh-huh. And all the way back to the 1880s, people have said that they see mysterious lights in the sky surrounding Marfa, Texas. Yeah, swamp, um, swamp gas. Well, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of explanations that people mm. have, you mm. know, swamp gas, refraction mm. of swamp gas, car headlights um, against the swamp gas. One of the uh, the researches, Bunnell, um says that there's lists 34 Martha lights sightings from 1945 to 2008. 34 in all those years is not very many. I went to Martha and all I got was this lousy swamp gas. But um. anyway aliens are real in this ted talk i will (laughs) read you some reviews okay we're gonna start on google okay were there reviews anywhere else yeah so what what is the what's the google entry is it just marfa or Um, there is a uh a wealthy donor built an observation deck um That's like specific, it's like basically a, a like a rest stop okay. on the highway. Um, that's the Marfa lights. Okay. Uh, so all of my reviews are for the Marfa lights observation deck, deck. area okay. place. Um, I am James V has a one star review. <laughs> no, I'm James V. No, I'm James V. Those lights were too scary for me, man. <laughs> I was horrified. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Those lights was too scary for too me, scary man. Too scary for me, man. Oh, uh. man. That's the most acid I've ever seen anyone take, man. <laughs> oh, I never took acid before, man. Um, <laughs> What's going to happen, man? <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> we've gone we're so off track so quickly. Oh, shit, that's, man. It's cops, man. That's the only Google review I had. That's it. James V is the only one on Google with anything worthwhile to say about the Marfa lights. Oh, God. Okay. That's not good. No, it's not. I read a lot of trash this week. I put a lot of trash okay. in my body. Let's go to um Yelp. Let's go to Kimberly K. And their one-star review. 
and the moon is made of cheese. Uh-huh. More stars when I drive highway halfway across Texas a third time and actually see stars or er, lights. I cannot believe that people build trips around visiting lights on the horizon. Seriously, they were cars, dude. I have a bridge to sell ya. Brilliant creation of Marfa marketing gurus. Simply, simply brilliant. Create an enigma. Tourists come to see it or not see it. And the enigma grows. But if you consistently do not see it, the enigma becomes the enema. I have seen the enemy and it is me. Okay. And what I want to posit yeah. is that Kimberly did indeed have contact with extraterrestrials at Marfa. Oh, and this this is an <laughs> and, a, and was it was told to spread the word that they are not there. That they are not there. <laughs> I, I would instead posit. Look, people leave many a thing on the highway, metaphorically and literally. And literally. sometimes you leave a cigarette butt. Sometimes you leave your inner child on that lonely, dusty road. On that. <laughs> and I think Kimberly should sometimes backtrack you leave because your real child. Sometimes, well, okay, fuck. But I think Kimberly should backtrack and, mm. and locate that inner child. Because somewhere on that lonely, dusty, tired, sad road is a small person with a teddy bear looking real glum. And believing in aliens. And believing in aliens. And that's Kimberly. And I'm just saying, get a fucking life. (laughs) Harsh, but fair. You know who has a life? Kurt. Kurt is a Yelp elite user. Wait, um... Um, aliens! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. This is the most reliable place to get an extraterrestrial experience. The Marfa lights are a mysterious phenomenon in the middle of nowhere, West Texas. There's a place where you can pull off the highway where they have a viewing area to see these unexplainable lights traverse the horizon and the skies. You have to stop by at night to see these lights. (laughs) The later, the better. Once your eyes get adjusted to the darkness, you'll see that there are different colored lit orbs of light. Move up, down, sideways, changing colors and directions. They're obviously alien spacecraft. At first, it looks like headlights, but when they, they change color and go straight up in the sky, it becomes apparent that something otherworldly is going on out there. Oh, man. I've heard that they tried to explain away the mysterious lights by saying it's swamp gas. How many swamps are in West Texas? I actually wasn't sure, but I assume at least one because that's where the lights are coming from. None. Oh, the history of these lights goes way, way back, so it's not some optical illusion or he- uh, of headlights or airplanes. The Apache would report this phenomenon in their stories, and it spooked the later Texas- Texan settlers. It's cool to spend a few minutes out here checking out the lights, but some people make an evening out of it. When I went, I didn't get abducted by aliens. They kept a safe distance from me. Because they could see you're a fucking badass. They could tell that Kurt didn't come to fucking play. And, well, yeah. I mean, one letter off from Kirk, right? Like, come on. Two letters off. One letter. Not here, not three, here to three fuck. Three letters off. No. Three letters off from Kirk. No. Kurt is three letters off. From one, Kirk. Only one letter off. Okay. I will I will not bend on this. 
You know who else is a Yelp elite did, user? Do we know if there's swamps? Did we did we verify? No, I did not Google oh, fuck. it. Okay, it's a different podcast, I guess. That's I was told explicitly that this podcast was not called Fun Facts with Jess. <laughs> like I don't know if you forgot, but I was told explicitly to stop bringing informational pod uh, information to this podcast. Okay, I well I did accidentally teach everyone that you can kill gophers with gum, so I guess we've I fucked up on that one. You rat bastard! I know. Vlad V is a Yelp elite user. Is that how it goes? What are you doing? Close Encounters? Oh! The, the little five notes? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> What a weird movie. The, uh, we should watch it. Uh, it's super boring. Oh, I love It's it. the most boring goddamn movie on the planet. The Marvel. <laughs> The Marfa lights are an interesting experience. I have friends from outside of Marfa, outside of Texas for that matter, who are familiar with the Marfa lights. Even a friend from California. <laughs> this just shows that the mystique that the and fame that the attraction has garnered. If you're expecting to be abducted by aliens, you will probably leave disappointed. There is a viewing area right off the highway along with restrooms. Stop by when it gets dark and stare out into the barren fields. As you look out, you will see various lights blinking or flickering. White lights, red lights. Whoa. One fish, These two fish. are the aliens. Red fish, blue fish. For the more pragmatic of the bunch, they are clearly man-made lights. The appeal of the Marfa lights is letting go of reality and using your imagination. Marfa is most famous for these lights and for the Prada Marfa. So it's one of the most visited attractions. Oh man, you know what else is, is really famous for lights? What? The I-5. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're... <laughs> I'm going to do my last review here real quick. Alexandria, five stars. It's the stars you're looking for out here. The unadulterated, humbling notion of being small in the universe. That's the feeling I had. I saw four shooting stars, all of which I made a wish upon. Put that in your pocket, Marfa. <laughs> Aw, a little magnanimous moment. Just a little magnanimous moment to remind us all that we're so small. We're so small. And probably not alone. Maybe. But in Marfa, you are. Everyone's alone in Marfa. All right. Ready when you are. Hit me with it. Go it for it. Any second now. If I fucking dare you. Life is a fucking mess. Send a smell on the pony distress. More energy. If your life is a fucking Faster. mess. Send a smell on the pony distress. Okay. Hey. Yeah. I would like to thank. Yeah, let's do, do your thanks. We got thanks. Do your thanks. I would like to thank three three people. Three. Three people three all new at reviewers. Once How is this even possible? Leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's a bizarre little influx of reviews. So thank you so much for that. And they're all so sweet and they make me so happy. Seagull Food, thank you. Matt Diaz, thank you. And Dark Katsune Girl, thank you so much. Yeah. Um your reviews brought a lot of joy into my life. And if you are somebody who's comfortable writing a review for us, it, it really does help 
get us in the ears of more listeners, which is nice for us because that's we're what we all need. All of our friends, and we would like some more friends. We would love to have more friends, and we're we're yeah. I mean, what can you do? Um, I've immediately. Well, we'll I want to throw some merch together because uh, listener um, Benoit real was really twisted my arm. Uh, on the merch on the merch topic because <laughs> it's not worth it but also apparently you can just kind of do it for free a so few like, people have been really really like yeah so uh, i'll get on it even though it feels a bit silly i'll get on it um eventually thank you on twitter to listener flame and hot shadows for <laughs> for um and this is for nothing but it, it is for a a very posh picture of someone holding a hot dog um it's just it, I, I do and nobody like else really saw it but i don't know it's you you know i just appreciate that you know me so well uh, it was a big gift um thank you to everyone else who reached out on twitter you're all just the fucking best and i mostly wanted to focus now that we got the uh thanks for all the reviews out of the way like what's what's even going on um i wanted to look at a review for a recipe that listener liz dm'd not oh. to us technically, but really to me. To you, yeah. Uh, okay, real quick, one thing uh-huh. is that we did get a review sent to us by listener Stabatha. Yes, yes, and fuck, 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 and yes. well, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's got a picture that really makes the whole review. So we're gonna tweet it out. We'll and just we're, tweet it out. We're just gonna say thank you, listener Stabatha. And if you want to see that review, which is wholesome and wonderful, yeah. look at our Twitter at Critic Everyone on Twitter. Go ahead. A, a beautiful plug, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Sexy and cool. Um. I got a recipe for the Frank Collins. This is from Summit Sips. What's the Frank Collins? Well, it's a Tom Collins, but you, you, you what you do first is you make a, a hot dog consomme, like a beef hot I dog consomme. I don't want to hear anymore. Re- you make like a, you make like a boiled hot dog sort of soup, and then you make a Tom Collins with that, with some beer and some gin, and then you drink it with a hot dog straw. You hollow out a hot dog and you make a straw. It's a joke recipe, but it's very cool. And there's one review that I want to read for it. Please, Lord, help us. Amen. So the recipe is designed to celebrate uh, baseball season, you yeah. know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a very good baseball mm-hmm. drink. And we have a review from Dave and Dagenham on Summit Sips. Whilst I certainly admire baseball and will watch a game on cable now and then, on the occasion I'm awake into the small hours, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool cricket supporter. That said... (laughs) I should read this in a British accent. That said, my friends and I enjoy a similar tipple called the John Thomas Cup. It's much like your Frank Collins, but instead of a hot dog, we use a saveloy or even your typical British banger. When making the consomme, I like to stir in just a touch of HP sauce to give the mix an added tangy flavor. For topping up the gin, I use Carlsberg Lager. Although my friend Steve prefers the taste of Fuller's ESB, it's a savory, almost heavy drink, although light, lighter than a stout. Ooh, got a little Liverpool there. <laughs> but surprisingly refreshing, and it... But surprisingly refreshing, and it does a world of good next day if you happen to overindulge the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, it's terrible. No, thank you. And I do just also want to throw out that the person who wrote the recipe responded to like every single review with more like jokey responses and was talking about like putting eggs in it and shit. Oh, it's I pretty, love that. It just made me happy. So thank you, li- listener Liz, for that. It was It was great. It was it was great before bed content to enjoy. 
Jesus. Okay, I think that was the pony distress. That was indeed the pony distress. Okay. So are you ready to like give me some more good content? Yeah. And I do just also want to mention one of those review one of those new reviews that we got uh pointed out how impressive it is that we made it that we've made it this far without missing a Wednesday. Just want to say we came really fucking close this today, time. Today, today we came. <laughs> we very, came really fucking close. Very close. We almost bounced. Um, but I think it's I think it's happening. I think it's turning out just fine. Okay, so I have a shorter second act. Okay. Um, because my every everything everything got thrown off when I decided not to read all of my juicy fruit reviews because there <laughs> were a lot of mole killing juicy fruit reviews. There were a lot. Okay. Um, and I thought it for some reason, for some reason, for some ding dang reason, I thought, hey, I can read eight reviews about killing gophers and it won't get old. <laughs> <laughs> And I realized about 10 minutes in, fuck, this one's old. Uh-oh. This, this is a stale bit. Uh-oh. Um, so my stuff's all out of whack. I think I have like four more reviews for a different whack-a-mole game. Do you want to hear those? I would love literally nothing more than to hear. This is the Liberty Import Store. Liberty Import's classic mole-whacking reflex electronic arcade game dash kids educational musical learning bilingual toy, White. Ooh. Yeah. So we have uh, this one is sixteen ninety five, and it's similar to the Hasbro one. It doesn't. They don't pop up and down. They just light up and you hit them and mm-hmm. you go for a high score. It has different difficulty settings and whatever. Who cares? We have a five star review. Okay. We have a five star review. This one's by Christian. Buy it for your kids. Dot dot dot. Uh oh. But you will be the one playing it. I have a documented score of six hundred and twenty one wax on level two. That is a world record. Uh-uh. Wait, what? <laughs> Develops hand-eye coordination, competitive spirit, hand and forearm endurance. If played as a bar game, how to quaff bourbon. And if playing against me, how to deal with loss and defeat. Every night my kids want to play me. Greatest family toy ever. Well, and, and what you're, you're saying is that you teach your kids nightly about loss and defeat. <laughs> I think so. They're going to be well-adjusted and will not need therapy. I think, I think every, so, every, every night it's, you know, uh, look, in this household, we believe in two things. We believe in eating dinner as a family with no TV. That's important. It's 2020 and fewer and fewer families do that. Mm-hmm. You and I don't do that no. and wouldn't. Because fuck that. I'd rather watch Chopped. We might. I have nothing to say to you. I'd rather watch Chopped. You know, That's like a, really rude. <laughs> I think I have a lot it's of things not, to say to you. Oh, I know you have things to say to me. It's nothing against you. I just don't have anything to say. Yeah, let me re- I don't have anything to say. How about no, that? No, we're just too late. Gonna, yeah, it's too late. Right. Would you just, why don't you I'm read me a review? Hole. Okay. Yeah, before you dig any deeper into the, I have nothing I d- to say to you, my <laughs> spouse, who would like to stay married to me for the rest of her life. You were with me all day. You saw what I did with my time. I was not with you all day. Could you please continue? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that being said, we believe in that, and we believe in teaching our children what it feels like to get fucking kicked down the street. Every single night. You know? And you got to deal with it. You got to deal with that. And those kids are going to be well-equipped for everything. Everything. Well-adjusted. applications. Will not need their... Rejection from colleges. Rejection rejection from from jobs. Rejections from potential partners. Yes. Like... Yeah, rejection for tenure. <laughs> it's going to help them all the way down the road. 
It's fucking turtles all the way down. Two stars. This one's by J. Just the letter J. Lowercase J. Okay. This one's by lowercase J. Surprisingly critical. It's fun, but the electronic voice says like 90% negative things to 10% positive things. Quote, oh, you did it wrong. Quote, wrong again. Quote, what a pity. Well, maybe if you didn't get it wrong so much, it would say nicer things to you. <laughs> maybe if you hit the I just think, if you hit the moles, yeah, then it would say nice things. That's comment number one. Obviously, get good. I mean, get good. So point one, get good. Fucking train up. Point dude. two, I think more children's games could could I think I think that's I think more children's games could be like that. No, I do not think that. I do not support that notion at all. No, I do not. I want I want Dr. Seuss books with little Hallmark speakers in them. And then if you like skip a page, it, it says, oh my God, we get it. You have a Harley. That's what it says. <laughs> you flip the page and it says, oh my God, we get it. You own a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you so fucking cool? I mean, they are pretty cool, though. Let's be honest. They are pretty fucking cool. Five stars. Five stars. That bit's dead. Five stars. Five stars. By Rapid Texter. Oh. Oh. Rapid Texter is the world record holder, not only in Whack-A-Mole, but in most texts sent between work and home. Five stars. Five stars. Great college finals test. Weak care package gift. All caps. I'm going to read that again. Great college finals test week care package gift. Okay. And it's how much does this sell nouns. for on Amazon? It is, it is what can only be described as a fuckload of nouns. <laughs> I looked for the perfect stress release, silly, funny care package gift for my college kid. Whack-a-mole was a hit. Don't, just don't forget to include some batteries with your order. It keeps score, laughs at you, and applauds and cheers for you. It is not big. It is a small kid's toy, perfect for their coffee table. Last I heard, they were adding professors' names to each of the moles. <laughs> now, and look, this I'm, what I'm going to do is ask you a yes or no question, but to ask you to put it on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay. Scale of 1 to 10. Mm -hmm. How likely is it that this parent was lied to by their, by their college student child? 8.75. 8.75. I that you know, I think that's about where I land yeah. too. I think it's far more likely that the student got the care package and said, Oh sweet beef jerky, oh cool, Hershey's kisses, oh fucking nuts, awesome, peanuts, great, love them, super protein packed, gonna get me through these finals, whack-a-mole, don't know what that is, straight into the trash, awesome, some beer, cool, love it, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, and, and then the parent called and was like, "How are you enjoying your whack-a-mole, dearie?" Oh, um, fuck. We're, uh, I mean, not fuck. Frick, we're playing it right now, mom. We love it. Oh, we're putting all the professors' names on it. Oh, I've got a high score. It's oh, what's your score, dearie? Uh, five mi million. <laughs> like, I think that's how that call went. Oh yeah, mom. It's great. It's great. Oh yeah, I'm look. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Jeff put our professors' names on it. Yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway can, so any yeah dearie can you so put the anyway. whack-a-mole game on the phone i just want to hear it <laughs> i just want to hear how it works can you put it on the phone uh yeah sure mom <laughs> uh, uh i think maybe it needs new batteries 
just like that great sketch where you lose the dog you're supposed to be sitting and they ask for it to be put on the phone. Yeah. It's the same thing, but it's with this same, whack-a-mole it's, game. It's the same thing. This kid did not want or play. Yeah, basically. At least 8.75% chance likely. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We have another review. I accidentally took the screenshot while I was getting a text and the text notification blocked the name and the stars. Good. But we have another review. The handle was oily and left a grease spot on the box even before I used it and even had hair and dust stuck to it. I'm not sure if it was used or just made this way. No. (laughs) No. You know. Okay. We all have critical thinking skills. You get get a -a whack-a-bowl game and the hammer is oily and there is hair stuck to it that's not how they make it at the hasbro corporation this is not a hasbro uh, toy though the hasbro one had a lot of very similar reviews i don't like where the box was already open and the instructions were in one in one case ripped Uh oh um but before before we suggest that this person does have critical thinking skills let me keep going i thought it was the first one i ordered so i tried a second one Oh. But it was exactly the same. Ew. Kind of gross. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. You did it wrong. Why would you not just take some Dawn to it and try to clean it? Why did you order another one for $16.95? Not, why do you have two gross whack-a-moles hanging oh. out in your house why now? Why do you have two nasty used whack-a-moles? Also, oily if i get something that is plastic and then also oily i don't i send no, it back absolutely I, not. absolutely not absolutely not, not. okay that not, would, that, not this right. was used for sex stuff i'm yeah, not interested. i'm not interested in whatever <laughs> is happening with this mole one star by susan susan's a local guide to my heart <laughs> our four-year-old had no interest in it without the sound but she doesn't like to lose very negative toy. Turn on, turned off the sound. Our four-year-old had no interest in it without the sound, but she doesn't like to lose. This toy reminds the player constantly they are a loser. Ah, uh, sounds like your four-year-old needs to train up. Like I don't. <laughs> I know. Again, like train more up, and toys it won't should be like that. train up, and it won't say negative things. Just, like if you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you're going to be just <laughs> fine. Exactly. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I just don't understand what the problem with this four-year-old is, is what I don't understand. I want a version of Hungry Hungry Hippos, where the whole time you're playing, the hippos are just like begging for food and, <laughs> and getting really hangry. Really hangry, hangry hippos. I forgot to eat breakfast, motherfucker. Go! <laughs> this is all I'm going to get all day! <laughs> Oh, man. Last one. One star by A. Horitz. Real screams? I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. Rece- Did you just say real screams? Real screams? Question mark. Okay. Received as a gift. Box lists very proudly that it now comes with, quote, real screams when you hit the moles. Not exactly what, a, what I want my child playing with. You know what? That's fair. Actually, if we're going to go like list of things that are fair, <laughs> actual screams, not okay for my child. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, now featuring real screams. That's horrifying. <laughs> Is it? Yes. That, okay. Yes, I hate that. 
I thought about it really hard and I hate it. I hate it more when they're, the moles make it worse. Because there is something, it's like Cabela. It's like Cabela's yeah. 14 Cabe- deer hunter now with real screams. Now featuring real screams. Like that's yeah. horrifying. <laughs> Is it my turn? You set your no stop. Is it my turn? You set your phone down. Yeah, Are we done your, here? It's your turn. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something about, that you've never heard of. Sure. You ready to hear about something you've never heard of? Yeah. We are going to talk about the Rashat Rashat structure, or also known as the Eye of the Sahara, also known as the Eye of Africa. Have I, you ever heard of this thing? No. Of course not, because you don't listen to as many conspiracy theory podcasts as I do. This is what it looks like. Oh, fuck. That is really cool. Exactly. This is a place. Everybody should look it up unless you're driving, in which case, look it up later. It looks like a UFO. This is a natural geological structure Uh in Mauritania in the Sahara. Yeah. If you took a UFO and made an imprint in the ground that was very large and two-dimensional, it would look like that. Yes. Um, Scientists are not entirely sure what has caused the structure. Um, there are theories that maybe at one point a dome had been built there and has eroded over time. Um, oh, but how did they build a dome back then? But back then, how could that they have built be, that their dome? They had to be alums. Um, the other, the other like theory is that it's some sort of bomb explosion or fire explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, the only place I could find reviews for this are on Google. Because uh-huh. the only people nasty enough to 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 look at this and think anything other than, oh, that's cool. They go to Google. <laughs> yeah, of they course. They go to Google. Hoffa has a four-star review just okay. to set the stage. Let's set the stage. Meteor without without discussion. Oh, okay. That's a fair, I mean, sure. Without discussion, meteor. Meteor. But you'll find uh-huh. that there is another ancient... Oh, that's it. That's yes. the whole review. Okay. The whole review, Meteor Without Discussion. Okay, so someone, so, so Meteor, one. So that's a theory, a meteor okay. hit the earth, and it somehow caused circular rings, okay. perfect circle rings. Um, what The most common conspiracy theory linked to the eye of the Sahara uh-huh. is Atlantis. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Of course, yes, it does. That's Atlantis. Well, well I mean, maybe did that used to be an ocean or something? No. Sometimes the earth is like that. Sometimes yeah, you're like in a place and then someone tells you it used to be an ocean and you're like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the Sahara didn't used to be an ocean, but maybe. Okay. But like maybe. But like maybe when it was Atlantis, it was probably an ocean. I imagine here. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. I know. I know. Maybe I shouldn't be looking for any validity in the theory that suggests that Atlantis was in the Sahara, but I just feel like if you're trying to make that theory and convince somebody of that theory, you do at least need to know to some extent that it used to be an ocean. Otherwise, it don't make no sense. Or like a big lake. Point Break 2704 has this in their five-star review. Um, If you aren't familiar with Plato and his findings, especially those of his notes on atlantis which is real plato wrote a lot about atlantis i suggest that you look it up uh-huh. that is probably the most likely location for the lost city of atlantis look it up people create awareness this place needs to be studied <laughs> exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point has it not been studied no oh not at all well i mean like, not even a little bit no sonar no digging. There have been cursory studies. No digging. No drones. There's, I don't know about drones. 
No digging. You're 100% sure. No digging. I'm not going to like cross my heart and hope to die, but... <laughs> there's no there's not like a, it's not like a it's not like a fucking archaeological site okay well then it's atlantis then it's atlantis okay there must be here's there must be some ancient atlantean curse hex hex upon this place that's that that scares archaeologists away that's, that's what it is it. that's gotta be that's it. what it is that's- if you look at it from a plane oh it looks like a big rock. That's it looks the like thing nothing. that I forgot. You yeah. can see it from space. Oh yeah. Okay. That's that's the that's the key thing that I did forget is that okay. you can see this structure from space. Oh, the, okay. You can see um yeah, when you're orbiting the earth. And it's even sometimes used to like get your position. Oh. Because it's one of the things that you can see okay. from space. Okay. So not so, not a stretch then to think that aliens use it for the same purpose. Exactly. So that's all it is. It, that's all it is. It's, Antonio it's a, has a five-star review. It's a helpful landmark. It's definitely the real deal. Uh-huh. It matches up perfectly. If somebody says no, it's not, it's because they don't want to see it or they got a hidden agenda. Uh-huh. Okay. I am actually a little pissed off now. Can we get into that? Because what you've just delivered to me is a, is a large... A very, very large, very, very large, rounded area that you can see from space. Yes. Never before has the UFO conspiracy community been handed a more obvious landing zone for aliens throughout the epochs. Yeah. On Earth. Uh huh. Or geolocator or whatever. Uh huh. Like never before. No. They're going to go out of their way to suggest that crop circles are used to fucking help aliens get around the planet or whatever. Uh-huh. But never like on a silver fucking platter, this thing looks like a landing zone and they're going to say it's Atlantis. Yeah. Like, a truly hopeless community. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we- a truly hopeless community is like <laughs> that is That's all I've got. I, there's this may be nothing more true. It, there's it, nothing more true. It can never be good enough. No. You were handed an obvious landing zone where somebody could very easily land a spaceship and then help people build the pyramids or whatever. Yeah. And but no, it has to be Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, um, the like the archaeological stuff that's been done there has mostly been on like they did find. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name because I can't. It's a French West African name, yeah. and my English mouth can't do it. Yeah. But like mostly the archaeological like work that's been done there has been on the pottery and stuff that's been found from like the ancient peoples of Mauritania. Oh, okay, or Atlantis or whatever. Yeah. Um, we've got just a couple more. Okay. Uh, Stephen. I love this shit. This is has so good. a five star. Review. I also love this shit. Steven has a five star review. No kidding. Saturn has a near perfect hexagon shaped storm at its north pole that is two and a half times the size of Earth. Nobody can explain that either, but I'm pretty sure it's not aliens. <laughs> and what I would like to ask in this moment, Stephen, uh-huh. is how. Oh. How what? How are you pretty sure it's not... How, like, sure, you can be pretty yeah. sure the eye of the Sahara is not aliens. How are you pretty sure whatever the fuck's happening on Saturn isn't aliens? What do you know? Yeah, no, I What think, do you know that I don't know, Steven? I mean, I've never even heard of the, this hexagon-shaped storm before, but I don't need to, I don't need to think about it much more to... to I, here, I, let, me, let, me throw, let me throw my bird hair. All right, let me be that guy <laughs> from Asian Aliens. Giorgio. Yeah, let me, let me throw my bird hair. Let me think about it. Space Catan. 
<laughs> what? A hexagon-shaped storm? Are you kidding me? That is one single board space on the game of Settlers of Catan that oh, aliens are playing across the universe. This is the other space. This is this is a desert tile. That's amazing. That other one is a storm tile. I maybe they have those. I don't think they do. I haven't played Catan recently. Space Catan. But Space Catan, you have storm tiles. You have black hole tiles. You have the desert tile. You have the desert tile. And so fucking easy peasy. Easy peasy. Again, silver platter. Squeezy. But no, Atlantis. Atlantis. Josh is going to give us our last review. Why can't they just drop Atlantis? Atlantis is a dead end. It's bullshit. It's nothing. Why can't we drop that one? The other ones are so much. Crop circles are cool. (laughs) <laughs> Crop circles are like really cool. They're hip and cool. They're fun to talk about. They're fun to learn about. Atlantis, total bullshit waste of time. <laughs> that seems like an indictment. I'm going to take that to the grave. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the last review? Sure. Five stars. Looking for that special place. That place that screams, it's probably aliens or something. <laughs> Want to go somewhere that even has genius people shrugging their collective shoulders as to its origin? Scouting for the next mega desert festival locale? Need somewhere to go that leaves you with more questions than answers? Yeah. Boom. Look no further. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say Burning Man. Um, There was a review, and I didn't <coughs> screenshot it, but I read it several times. So it was, it was a five-star review. Uh-huh. I cannot remember who wrote it. But the review was, I heard, <laughs> I heard that they're going to have Burning Man Atlantis here in 2022. <laughs> so, people are looking into it. Don't you worry. Yeah. Burning Man Atlantis. That was the punchline, though. That was the punchline. Go to Burning Man. Go to Burning Man. Damn. You hate to see someone drop a good punchline. You hate to see them drop a good Burning Man joke. But you keep coming to this podcast anyway, and that's why we love you. Um Thank it, you so much for listening. Yeah. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we are available on email at forevercritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. Um, if you want to get in touch with us just to like chat or like let us know how it's going, or if you sometimes hear me randomly veer into my own personal anxieties and just think, you know what, I want to do that too. Hey, drop us a line for Hey, drop us a line foreverycritic at gmail.com. I don't fucking care. I'll read whatever. I want to thank X-Ray, Doc- <laughs> X-Ray FM for having us on the network. If you want to see more of their fantastic content, you can go to xraypod.com. Gender Reveal just had their season finale. It was really good. Oh, I um, need to listen to it. Yeah. They actually, uh, they summed up they summed up their show really well in that episode by just calling it the show where trans people talk to trans people. And that's actually kind of, it's that, that actually show. is the core concept. It's, and it's a very good show. It's a good show. You um, should all listen to Gender Reveal. Yeah, check that out. Um, I would like to thank Oliver Twist for making our art. You are the bestest, littlest brother anyone could ever have. Oh, and um, thank you to Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our little ad break bop. Thank you to uh, Jazar with Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. And thank you to Drag Chains for Steve Combs, which is our fucking bop of an introduction. And on that note, <laughs> we'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> How would you rate this episode? One out of ten. Now that we're at the end, we're looking, we're looking from the the future towards the past and how sad we were feeling about this episode. I'm gonna give it an eight point nine three. Pretty good, pretty good. I, you know what? I'd give it a ten because I believe in myself. Do you believe in me too? 
Yes. Then I'll give Much it a, more so. Then I will give it a 10. Okay, awesome. We'll catch you next Wednesday. I can't get out of my chair. <laughs> I'm so stuck. <laughs> I'm going to leave it recording. Fuck. Did you do it? Did you make it? I made it. Okay. Oh, I got to win. Yeah.